Random Inks Productions and the Credible Nerds present Nerd Nation News. What's up, my nerds? Hey, Nerd Nation, it's Justin from the Credible Nerds. Today is December 10th, 2018, and I am here to talk about the latest nerdy news from around the internet. Uh, first up, we got a lot of DC and Marvel news with a little bit of Star Wars sprinkled in for you today. Uh, first up, we're talking about Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther came out in 2018, earlier this year in March, and as the awards season approach us, Black Panther has picked up several nominations from different award shows. Recently, they were nominated for three Golden Globe Awards, which included Best Picture in the Drama category. And it has been announced that Black Panther has picked up a dozen nominations from the Critics' Choice Awards, including Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor from Michael B. Jordan, the Best Acting Ensemble, the Best Adapted Screenplay by Ryan Coogler and Joe Robert Cole, the Best Cinematography from Rachel Morrison, the Best Production Design, the Best Costume Design, the Best Hair and Makeup, the Best Visual Effects, the Best Action Movie, the Best Song for All the Stars, and the Best Score by Ludwig Göransson. So there's a lot of nominations coming Black Panther's way. It'll be interesting to see if they can make some noise in the Oscars, but as far as the Golden Globe Awards and the Critics' Choice Awards, I can see them taking home some of these awards, but to take all 12 of the Critics' Choice Awards, uh, I think that's a stretch, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But uh, Black Panther, the album, also received eight Grammy nominations, including Album of the Year. So... Sounds like Black Panther is high on the critics list and looks promising for Oscar nominations coming up. And staying in the Marvel Universe, um, they also announced some Critics' Choice Awards for Avengers Infinity War. Um, however, there were only two categories for Avengers Infinity War. Uh, one was Best Action Movie and the second was Best Visual Effects. So it'll be interesting interesting to see how how that plays out. I also find it interesting that Avengers Infinity War was highly regarded when it came out, but yet it only received two Critics' Choice Awards as opposed to Black Panther's 12. Also, we've gotten some recent news in regards to the next Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, this trailer was rumored to be released uh, this last week but instead we got Captain Marvel and the fourth Avengers film teaser trailer that was released and but there was uh, a showing for the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home at Brazil Comic Con uh, called Comic Con Experience Brazil and this was on December 8th it was shown there to the, the, the group there and they weren't able to Record it or release it online, so we just kind of got that description translated from Portuguese to English via Google Translate. But um, 
So some quick points that were shown in this trailer were that Peter and Aunt May were at an event and he's wearing the hero's uniform. I'm assuming that's the Spider-Man uniform. And they find Happy, Happy Hogan, uh, who flirts with Aunt May. Uh, Peter is planning a vacation with his friends at school, prepares his suitcase and leaves his uniform at home and is saying he only wants to spend time with his friends. We see him travel to Venice, uh, Italy, and he's there with Michelle, played by Zendaya. And then Peter and Ned are in the hotel room and Ned is attacked by a dart that was fired from a gun by Nick Fury and Nick Fury has a mission for for Peter. And then there's some explosions on the London Bridge. And then Hydro Man emerges from the water in Venice. So that's kind of confusing. Um, there's a, explosions on the London Bridge, and then they're back in Venice. I don't I don't know. It's I think some things were lost in translation here, but. It looks like the main villain is going to be Hydro Man. Um, but then also, as it was rumored previously, the villain Mysterio shows up. And it sounds like Mysterio and Spider-Man team up to fight Hydro Man. Um, and that ends the trailer. I know Mysterio is played by Jake Gyllenhaal. That was a big reveal uh, a couple weeks ago. But this Hydro Man... That's a news. That's something new that I hadn't seen or heard of before. So, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I know with the Amazing Spider-Man two, and even Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire, the the big uh, criticism of those two movies was that there were too many villains. And then here we have this Spider-Man movie having again two villains, Hydro Man and Mysterio. So, how are they going to balance that? And is that going to be too much? I don't know, I guess we'll see. But I guess another interesting thing is Happy Hogan and Aunt May seem to have the start of a new relationship, which is strange. You know, this is the first time we'll see them together on screen. Before it was uh, Tony Stark flirting with Aunt May in previous films. But now it looks like Stark's friend, Happy Hogan, is moving in with Aunt May. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But apparently Tom Holland was there at the comic at Comic-Con was there to introduce the trailer. So that was pretty exciting for them. But that's kind of the the news out of Brazil Comic-Con. Like I said, all we got is a translation from Portuguese as to what the the trailer is about. So I'm looking forward to an official trailer being uh, released worldwide or at least online so we can see more of what uh, this next live action Spider-Man film Far From Home is all about. And if you're not aware, there's another Spider-Man film that's been uh, gathering a lot of attention in the past couple weeks, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's an animated film featuring Sp- Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales, as well as Peter Parker and Spider-Gwen. So it, it looks visually appealing, and I'm looking forward to going to see it, but uh, that's the next Spider-Man project that we're going to be able to watch. So look for that coming to theaters this weekend. All right, so switching gears from Marvel to DC, 
uh, Aquaman was released in China this last weekend. And the news out of China is it's breaking records and being very well received. Um, They're saying that it's the highest grossing DC movie ever released in China. And in just four days, uh, it's earned $107 million. And it's the best opening day and opening weekend in the history of Warner Brothers in China. Uh, There's a lot of reviews coming out of China. And just uh, from the, the press showings that it's one of the best DC movies that that's been released lately so looking forward to that it will be coming to North America this weekend on some limited screenings then the following weekend it'll be released nationwide for the USA so sounds like it's going to be a good one we'll let you know how it is I'll be seeing it this weekend and be able to give you a spoiler free review as soon as I see it so stay tuned for that review from the credible nerds Also from DC, there's been some recent news on films that are in production. Uh, Birds of Prey, with the subtitle And the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, starts production here in the next couple of months. And that is a team-up movie with Harley Quinn and Black Canary and others. It's being billed as the the first female superhero team-up movie. So that script was written by Christina Hodson, and she wrote uh, the script for Bumblebee, which is being released in theaters this month as well. She was also tasked by Warner Brothers to write the script for Batgirl. She recently released a statement saying uh, that she feels very free doing that one, and the studio is being super supportive in letting me dream up whatever I want to dream up in regards to executives there. So sounds like she's being supported and is being given some free reign as to what she wants to write the script about. So that movie, I would imagine, would be in production late next next year sometime. So we'll keep you up to date on Batgirl and how that's going. It was originally going to be Joss Whedon who was going to do Batgirl, but I'm glad that he's out. And now this uh, this new writer Christina Hodson is writing this script so looking forward to the big screen version of of Batgirl and now some news from the Star Wars universe this is a little bit older it's been a couple weeks now but uh, it was recently announced that a live action series involving Rogue One character Cassian Andor is in production by Lucasfilm and Disney Disney plans to release this live-action series on their upcoming streaming service. Uh, That's due to be released to the public uh, next year, and that they'll be releasing the seventh season of The Clone Wars, as well as also fairly recently, it's been a couple months now, the recently announced live-action series, The Mandalorian, which is being spearheaded by John Favreau. Uh, but anyways, going back to Rogue One's Cassian Andor series, the the actor who played the, the role in the film, Diego Luna, he's on board to reprise his role, which is awesome. I think he was one of the, the bright spots of that film, Rogue One. So it'll be great to see him 
and his story and how the rebellion was formed and how he was involved in all all of that. Uh, He said in the movie that he was in the fight since he was six years old, so he's been around for quite some time and possibly the beginnings of the rebellion and its formation as well as the military side of things. He's a spy, and so I think it'll be great to get some backstory there. Uh, Unfortunately, we won't be seeing Jean Erso um, because all this will take place before they meet. I don't know, maybe we'll get some side stories, uh, different perspectives from Jin Erso's uh, point of view, and hopefully we do. I mean, I really liked Felicity Jones's uh, take on Jin Erso and, and her acting in that film. I, I liked the character of Jin Erso, and I'd like to see more of her. Perhaps even better, we'd get a another series just based on her adventures um, in the film of Rogue One. You know, it starts out with her as a little girl, and then it jumps forward to... You know, modern age, I guess. Uh, she's, you know, 20s. So there's a whole time period where we didn't see what she was up to with her adventures and dealings with Saw Gerrera and his group of rebels. But uh, this series will focus on Cassian Andor and Diego's performance of him. I think will be awesome. I loved him in, in Rogue One. So I'm excited for that and to see what comes of it. Uh, hopefully they'll keep doing these live action series. Uh, with The Mandalorian, and now this series, uh, it's unnamed, so we don't know what to call it yet, but uh, there's just these two live-action television series. Up until now, we've only gotten the live-action movies and then the animated shows. So I think the future of Star Wars is these live-action TV series where we get you know multiple episodes and we can jump around in the timeline and fit them in between the movies and kind of fill in the gaps, I guess you could say. I think Lucasfilm should c- keep doing these, you know, big tentpole movies of these big events, like, you know, the destruction of the Death Star, the downfall of the Republic, the Clone Wars. You know, keep doing those major events, but then tell these these stories of these characters that we've grown to love over the years. You know, tell their individual stories in, in, through these serialized episodes that we can follow along and, and get to know them and their adventures. So I think they're headed in the right direction, and I'm looking forward to it. I think in the past, um, before Lucas sold his Star Wars rights to, to Disney, you know, it was just him. You know, he was behind everything, the creation of the characters, the stories, the filming of the movies, and the creation of the Clone Wars and all of that, it was just him. He didn't have enough time. He didn't have enough money, basically. I mean, he would make a film, and if it did well, he'd make the next film. Unfortunately for us, all his movies did well, and he was able to keep creating stories. But now with Disney taking over, you know, they have a lot of resources, money-wise, as well as directors and clout, and, you know, they can tell multiple stories at once. I think it kind of bit him in the in the butt here with uh, this year with the release of Last Jedi in 2017 and then releasing Solo in May of 2018. Solo was a great movie, but yet I think just with the quick release time frame that they decided to go with, it didn't do too well. And by the way, you should see Solo if you haven't already. It's, it's an amazing movie, and I love watching it, so... 
for you know for better or worse disney is in charge for me i think it's better i think they'll have their their misses but i think they'll have more hits than misses and i'm excited for the future of star wars in these live action series so stay tuned we'll be reviewing all star wars shows you know from the mandalorian the clone wars uh, this live action series with Cassian Andor and any future movies you know, from episode 9 to whatever comes next. So stay tuned from the Credible Nerds for, for more info on the latest Star Wars news. I want to thank you guys for joining me here on Nerd Nation News from the Credible Nerds. Uh, definitely follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Credible Nerds and you'll find us. Send us an email. Give us some feedback, ask us some questions, CredibleNerds at gmail.com. We'll read your email on our show and answer your questions. And we love listener feedback, so definitely let us know what you think. You can find all our shows on anchor.fm slash CredibleNerds, as well as on iTunes or your favorite uh, podcast app. Uh, definitely do a search for us and subscribe to our show. We have a YouTube channel that's... You know, hit and miss. We post things there every once in a while. But subscribe there to our show, our YouTube channel, rather. And you can always find us on Patreon.com where we have exclusive shows and exclusive content that you can only get on Patreon.com. Uh, so find us there, Patreon.com slash nerds, and support us there. We'd really appreciate it. So check out our other shows as well. We have this show. We also have... Our regular Credible Nerds podcast where we review lots of different things. And then we also have a Wheel of Time podcast that we're doing. If you haven't heard of the Wheel of Time, Google it, check it out, listen to our new podcast, see if you like it. And then we also have review shows of the latest movies, TV shows, book releases. You know, We try to cover all the stuff that we like, you know, DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, Harry Dresden. Wheel of Time, Middle Earth. We try to do, cover it all, but um, definitely let us know if there's something that you want to listen to us talk about or review. We'll check it out. Once again, thanks for joining me on Nerd Nation News.